This is Ruzcast. Thanks for joining me. I'm Ruz Aliabadi. Let's go around the world with four major stories that have been, in a way, capturing our attention. Why don't we start with Asia first? Chinese manufacturing is in a state of chaos, while China's manufacturing sector is kind of in a tailspin this week after several large production lines were shut down due to, country, due to the country's restrictive zero-COVID policy. On Wednesday, which was yesterday, mass lockdowns in the industrial city of Zhengzhou, which is the capital of Henan province, caused several electronic factories to shutter, including Foxconn, one of the manufacturing hubs of iPhone. Probably you're using your iPhone to listen to us, so thanks for that which employs, by the way, over 200,000 workers. Shortly after, NIO, which is an electric vehicle manufacturer in China, announced it was stopping operations at two major factories in eastern Anhu province due to supply chain disruptions that have left, in a way, short of crucial parts. While some of NIO's vehicles are bound for Europe, well, and European markets in general that are already facing sky-high prices for cars and other commodities. While many predicted, including myself, that President Xi, President Xi Jinping, would relax the country's zero-COVID policies after October's Chinese Communist Party's National Congress, well, so far, folks, we were wrong because he doubled on the down on it. So, crucially, the timing for this, well, just weeks before the holiday season uh, could not be worse for big techs and consumers. Let's travel, well, a little bit northeast to North Korea. Well, North Korea missiles first, yes. Well, Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un hates being ignored. We all know that. Well, to demand attention, well, North Korea let off the largest ever, yes, you heard me right, the largest ever one-day barrage of missiles on Wednesday, yesterday, firing 23 ballistic missiles um, uh, in, into the sea. One landed, in fact, 40 miles off of the coast of uh, South Korea, which is the closest coastal near-miss since the peninsula was divided back in 1945. The move came just as the United States and South Korea began this large-scale joint military operations or drills, which uh, dr uh, dr drive, by the way, Pyongyang up to the wall and prompted it to threaten, quote-unquote, powerful follow-up measures. In response, South Korea flipped on air raid sirens, canceled commercial flights to Japan, and fired a volley of its own missiles northbound into the sea. Don't forget, North Korea has conducted a record number of ballistic missiles this year in defiance of international sanctions, including the UN sanctions. Also, talks between the United States and North Korea on Pyongyang's nuclear weapons, meanwhile, remain in deep freeze, like the one with JCPOA with the Iranians. On Wednesdays, or, or I should say Wednesday's barrage of um, follows a report that Mr. Kim, Kim Jong-un, maybe just maybe preparing his first nuclear weapon test since 2017. We also have another update because North Korea also today launched uh, its uh, suspected ICBM, which is the Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles, which flew, by the way, 472 miles before landing into the sea. Uh, and by the way, the test likely failed 
yet it kind of prompted a rare emergency alert in the northern Japan. So we're watching what's happening in North Korea very, very, very closely. Why don't we travel to Europe? I know I've been giving you bad news. Why don't we go on a bit of a good news? Yes, rare good news from Ukraine. Russia has again, yes, once again, reverts itself on a deal allowing Ukrainian food exports to cross the Black Sea towards international markets. While this time by reaffirming its support for uh, safe passage, so to speak. This is a great news, by the way, for developing countries. Think about it particularly in Africa, that badly need affordable food supplies at a time of economic hardship. Under the rules, well, under the rules of July deal, which was broken by the United Nations and Turkey, Ukrainian grain and sunflower oil may leave Ukrainian ports and proceed through an agreed-upon maritime corridor. Yes, complicated. While the ships are then inspected in Turkey, to ensure that they're not carrying weapons. After a drone attack on Russia's ships on, in the Black Sea, Russia in a way retaliated on Saturday, last Saturday, by announcing that it would no longer support the deal. But apparently, to the Kremlin's surprise, the ships continued their journey, essentially daring Russia to sink ships carrying food. It's bluff called. Well, Moscow announced on Wednesday um, that it would continue to support the deal after all. The original agreement, folks, expires on November, November 19th, just two weeks from now. And they have wondered whether Russia would renew it. Well, we have been wondering. Uh, this latest reversal suggests that Moscow is probably now understanding that it has little to gain by opposing the food passage. Last but not least, folks, let's travel to Africa. Peace at last in Ethiopia. Yes, the government of Ethiopia and the rebels from the Tigray region agreed on Wednesday to permanently end the civil war. That's good news. The conflict, which began on um, in late 2020 as uh, Tigrayan forces uh, sought more autonomy and independence from the central government, uh, spiraled into brutal war and that displaced millions, millions of Ethiopians through in forces from neighborhood uh, or neighboring country of Eritrea, brought parts um, in a way of countries to the brink of the famine, which by the way, led to possible civil war crimes uh, on both sides. The precise terms, by the way, of the peace agreement, which was reached during the African Union and was broken uh, by the Nigerian president, we don't know by the way, who oversee the negotiation, said that probably both sides are pledging that they put down their weapons, restore so-called law and order, and open full access to human humanitarian aid. So one big wild card is Eritrea. Why? Well, which has not been involved in the talks, but has its own security concerns and interests and territorial territorial claims along its border with Tigray. That's it for now. See you next time.